Welcome back to Creative Outcomes. If this is your first time here, we work with nearly 100 digital and creative agencies, and we're bringing you the inside scoop and spilling the tea for what makes the best the best. Subscribe to our channel and check us out. Um, turn on notifications to keep up with our latest hacks. On today's episode, we're going to start a mini series where we're going to talk about different types of incentive compensation. All right, Ryan, let's jump into it. One type of incentive compensation that's been popping up a lot recently among our clients is phantom stock or phantom equity. Um, what is phantom stock? Yeah, I think it's a really good question, though. Uh, before I answer it, I guess what I would ask you is, uh, why do you think this is coming up? I mean, obviously, phantom stock or phantom equity is one of a couple of ways to issue, air quotes, equity. But you know, why, why do you think agencies are trying to do this in the first place? And why do you think you're hearing about it a lot now? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think it's a few things. Um, in general, it's great to align long-term uh, goals to incentives, right? Um, so if you got equity and it's meaningful, you're more likely to make decisions and grow the value of that equity, which is great for you as a partner and you as a business owner. Um, and also psychologically, it's a super powerful way to tell leaders or up-and-coming leaders that like, hey, you're the next level. You're more than just a manager. You're an owner. And I think the last reason seems to be coming up more recently is that, you know, our agencies are kind of bracing for this up and coming recession. Um, and it's a really cost effective way to give someone a raise or a promotion uh, without shelling out any cash. Yeah, no, that all makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, so if you if you decide you want to do that and you want to give your your uh, employee equity or upside in the business, uh, you got a couple options. First course is just issuing traditional stock or equity or members' interests in your business. Um, and then the other option or one of the other options is to issue phantom equity or phantom stock, right? And so phantom equity is basically just some version of an employee benefit plan that mirrors the economic benefit of stock, but in the form of a contract, right? So like stock, uh, phantom equity can vest over time. Uh, phantom equity can give rights to ongoing profits or distributions. And most commonly, or most importantly, phantom equity can also provide, you know, your employee uh, a slice of the sale price or liquidity if you ultimately sell your agency. Got it. So it sounds very similar to stock. So why not just give employees actual stock? Yeah, totally. Obvious question, right? And so I would say the main reason that you would do phantom equity over traditional stock is taxes, right? So most of our agencies are pass-through entities of some kind, so either LLCs, tax partnerships, or S-Corps. And so as our owners know, if you're an owner in one of those, you are going to get a K-1, right? So uh, you know, if you were to you know, issue traditional equity to all of your you know, rank-and-file employees, a, not only are you going to have to deal with issuing a bunch of K-1s at the end of the year and figure out how to compensate to reimburse people for their like distributive share of income. Also, you're going to give a bunch of these people who probably have never gotten a K-1 before a K-1. And so now you're going to like burden them with the, the problem of having to figure out what to do with this. They're going to have to hire an accounting firm to file their taxes. It's a whole mess, right? So Phantom equity is this wonderful tool that allows them to get the 80 for 20. They're going to get all of the sort of economic value or benefit that they would get from the stock, but without having to mess with the tax piece. So that's like clearly the number one reason to do it. The other reason, uh, and it's not, it's not that you couldn't do stock this way, but the, 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 the one clear sort of 
thing about phantom equity is that you don't also deal with any of the governance piece of equity, right? So often stock comes with a share of voting rights, especially if it's a, an S corp stock. Um, and you may not want to do that, right? You, you may only want to give them, again, a slice of the upside if you sell the agency, but without the ability to, to vote on ongoing management decisions, phantom equity avoids all that stuff. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking is like a lot of our clients and, and like the, you know, $5 million range, like does a full share of equity make sense at that level of revenue, right? Yeah, totally. And, and, and I think, I mean, if you have like a nice uh, phantom plan, it can be relatively cost effective. And so issuing additional equities may be a little bit easier. And again, uh, you know, that might be more appropriate for a smaller, a smaller agency. Yeah, smaller. Yep. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So it sounds like a compromise. Uh, is what about reasons that you wouldn't want to have phantom equity? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like the one of the reasons is like if you want to give all of your employees some of the things I said, like for instance, corporate voting, right? You might have a senior leader and you truly want them to enter the partnership. Well, in that case, uh, you know, having equity might make a lot of sense. The the other piece actually is taxes, right? So while there are some disadvantages from a Texas standpoint of, uh, you know, having equity and getting a K-1, and this is predominantly for, again, your sort of more junior rank and file employees who are not used to those things, that's a negative. However, one of the benefits of having actual equity is that when you have equity and then ultimately you sell that equity, uh, you pay capital gains on the appreciation and value. Right. So that big windfall event would be taxed at a capital gains rate, which is, you know, 50%, certainly a lot less. In the case of phantom equity, that's not how it's taxed. Phantom equity would be taxed like compensation, like a bonus would be. And so your employees are going to get ordinary income on the whole thing. So they're going to certainly pay a whole lot more in taxes. Again, I would say most agencies uh, have decided that the trade-offs are worth it and in the favor of the phantom equity. Again, predominantly when you're trying to compensate a larger, broader, sort of on average, more junior group of folks, phantom equity is a slam dunk. But again, on those one-off basis uh, where you have folks that truly you want to sort of bring into the partnership, then equity is can offer real advantages. So totally situational. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think all of that's right. Sounds good. What about like action items? Like if someone's like, hey, this sounds interesting. What do I even do? Like, what are my next steps? Yeah, well, um, I guess if they're one of our clients, they should talk to us about it. <laughs> you know, because ultimately, I guess what I, was, what, what I would say is it isn't necessary. As I mentioned, it's, it's situational. It's not clear cut. So the, the first step is to say like, okay, for, yeah, you've decided you want equity, but let's back up for a second. What are we... What are we trying to accomplish? Who are we trying to compensate for what reasons? Are we trying to incentivize specific behavior? Are we trying to reward a specific thing? Are we trying to use this as a retention tool? And there's a number of like factors that are, that, that are the basis of any incentive compensation or generally compensation arrangement. And so you've got to have that conversation either with us, if you're one of our clients, or you know with a CPA or with your accounting firm. Um, and then from there, uh, either option is a somewhat straightforward, but uh, still professional legal arrangement, right? Like you're going to have to get a lawyer involved uh, to probably amend the operating agreement and to create one of these plans for you. 
Um, and then you can set it up so that once you've done it, then you have sort of a, a rinse and repeat way to issue additional units under either plan. Yep. Cool. All right. I think that answered all of my questions. And if you are interested in learning about other types of incentive programs, keep listening to this mini series. Um, and if there's something specific that you would like to hear about, let us know. Uh, but I think that's a wrap for today. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, for more on how to build a profitable, sellable agency, subscribe to our channel and check us out on social media at Upsourced. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.